say is Why do we exist? Is it God or is it to be God's or is it to be rich? Are you sure? Is it to be poor? Is it to be wealthy? To be pure or something to endure? Or do you live to be deadly? Or do you have the conscience to see through all of the nonsense? And when they ask how you feel, it's hard not to be honest Or do you live to conquer? Kill any imposter who tries to stop what you're plotting No matter what you were prosper or do you think you're heaven sent? Well please show me the evidence of this claim that you represent Do you suffer from selfishness? Do you know what direction you're going? Are you a perfectionist? Are you here to play ball? Cause you make it look so effortless Are you the next president? Are you here to destroy? Are you here to create? Are you here to avoid? Are you here to relate? Are you here to be the voice of the people to teach and show them that they have a choice? Or are you just a demon here to deceive the people? Evil is what you feed them as long as you continue breathing Are you here to spread diseases? Cause you had one all your life And you feel that the life that you live is out of spite Are you here to do what's right? Do you question what's right and wrong? I question it all, people, until the questions are gone With that said, when I'm dead, I'll die with questions I answer Like, is there a cure for AIDS or is there a cure for cancer? You believe in the Lord, but the Lord goddamned you Cause it brought you in a world that doesn't understand you They commend you Good night, good day, shalom, balance, paradise to all the siblings. Trustfully, everyone had a a, a wonderful week and they are enjoying the, their uh, their day. We have another special guest on today, a return guest, uh, Mark Sargent, who came on and pretty much blew a lot of people's minds uh, to a different concept and way of thinking in regards to this planet that we live on, this Earth, is it a globe or is it flat? Uh, today we're, we're just basically, we're going to go through a little bit more information, have an update um, and go through some other interesting news that we've, um, that are surrounding the flat Earth and try and just get a little bit more detail. So I've got obviously Mark, uh, Prime Minister on and I've got Mark Sargent on. Yeah, most definitely man, we're back again. We want to welcome Mark Sargent back to the Express Truth. We had a lot of great feedback um, last time on the show. Uh, people, people are very interested about this whole flat or round Earth. Something that, yeah. I mean, like I said before on the last show, and I'm going to say it again just before we introduce Mark back in. Unless we actually physically go outside of the Earth's atmosphere and look down, we're never going to know what they're telling us. We're never going to know whether to believe what they're telling us so let's talk let's talk about it man how are you doing today mark i'm doing really well thank you thank you very much for having me guys excellent so let's let's just jump straight in let's jump straight in um obviously that our, our, our listeners are, are well um familiar very familiar i should say with with uh with what you've uh, brought forth and have listened to the broadcast multiple times. I've listened to it multiple times as well. Um, so just really, I mean, for, for anyone who's new, if you could just give us maybe a, a brief five minute sort of introduction sure. to, to the flat earth and we'll, we'll, we'll go through, through any other business. Sure, sure. I'd be happy to do it. Uh, for those people who are new to this and have no idea what I'm talking about, and you know, they may know the concept, uh, but they don't know that it's actually a real thing that's been happening over the last year and a half. Uh, I made uh, I made a series of videos last year called Flat Earth Clues, and I put them on YouTube, and it was based on the premise that 
you not may you may not be where you think you are right now and what i basically said was you know because there was there was, i wasn't you know i didn't invent flat earth obviously but what i had done was i had broken down the concept into some easy to digest pieces called the flat earth clues and what in it i basically proposed i said look of course you you know every you and your friends and all their friends we all know that we live on the spinning ball that's flying through space but how do you really know do you know because you saw the globe in your classroom when you were six years old and it stayed there in their classroom ever, you know, until you got out of school? Or do you know because the Americans posted a, a photo in 1972 and that was the only photo they talked about ever since 1972 and that's where we are now? Uh, or to, to put it another way, look, there are things you can test in the real world. We all know fire burns, water is wet, you drop something, it falls to the floor. That's called gravity. But when it comes to the shape of the earth, that's not something you know. That's something you're told. And by that, I mean, most of the time, you know, you'll hear it from either the Americans or the Soviets. Well, now, you know, there's a European space agency and a couple others out there. But it's something you're told. Nobody, nobody owns a spaceship. Nobody that you know owns a spaceship. So if you don't own a spaceship and you can't get high enough to take a look at the Earth, how do you know it's what they say it is? You know, how, how can you prove it to yourself? And in fact, I there was a scientist I talked to, oh geez, a couple months ago now, where I said, look, if you had to grab the average person person off the street and try to convince them they lived on a globe, how would you do it? And I thought he would just knee-jerk reaction and say, well, I'd show him photos or I'd show him this and that. And he goes, you know what? I don't think I could do it. I, he goes, you can't prove it to somebody that's down on the ground. You have to get them up into space to do it. And that was my point. I say, let's say the guys that have been preaching this for the last, I don't know, 500 years, let's say they were wrong. Would they tell the public? Because science will not go against itself. Uh, I used the, uh, I know I'm probably pushing my five minutes here, but science, I'll use the Raiders of the Lost Ark scenario, which everyone's familiar with Raiders of the Lost Ark, you know, uh, the early 80s movie, where they were looking for the Ark of the Covenant. And when the Americans finally got it at the end, what did they do with it? They put it in a crate, they put it in a warehouse, and they hid it from everyone, and no one was ever, ever going to see it. Because something like that goes against science. Science can't explain it, so science is going to hide it. Uh, no different than any other artifact that could be out there, be it the Holy Grail, the Ring of Power, uh, the Spear of Destiny. If there's an object like that out there and, and it has some sort of magical properties or proof of the divine, proof of God, you're never going to see it if science gets to it first because they, they can't allow it to happen because it's going to undo the institution that they were, they were um, building for all these years, which is where we are now. And that is, this is the question I put out to everybody. I go, look, science has told you that it's a globe. They've been telling you this for a long time now, but they've only put a picture up since 1972. If they were wrong about this, would they go back on their beliefs? No, they wouldn't. So the question is now, can you prove it's a globe? And nobody to this day, I've done uh, on my show, I think I've had 17 or 18 testimony experts, subject matter experts, everybody from all members of the armed forces to engineers to flight instructors, everybody from, everyone from in the air, pilots, all the way down to the ground, people that build things and use a lot of geometry in doing it. And nobody 
I mean, not only has not, have none of those testimonies recanted on their testimonies, but they've all uh, complimented each other and says, yeah, they're, they're all building off each other and said, yeah, all the instruments that we use show us it's not a globe, it's flat, and there's something wrong with the world, and they're not telling this. And that's where, you know, 18 months after we started this thing, and, and now it's just gotten bigger and bigger to where, uh, you know, it's 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 crazy. It's becoming, it's, we're, we're past the stage of of absolutely condemning it to where now it's this heated debate and uh, i can't wait to see where it goes from here that's yeah, my rant definitely. yeah and rant's not at all far from it <laughs> far from <laughs> it you put that very well for the um for people who didn't know um that is a that was an excellent sort of taster and a, an overview of exactly where we are now yeah. um in regards to understanding and trying to find out as you say is it flat is it a globe? How do we prove it? Um, we discussed historically, obviously, the reasons why um, potentially people would, you know, the powers that be would try and hide said information. Um, now, the, the the breaking news. Let's get into that. The, the, the breaking news that you um, that you sent me in regards to the the, uh, the tenor mm-hmm. um, and the the admission um, all over social media. Um, Instagram, I believe, was there some Facebook Facebook posts? Oh yeah, yeah. He was uh, yeah. He's been posting it everywhere. So in essence, um, I mean, I think you've obviously got a little bit more detail, but um, I'll give um, if you want an overview. Um, a, a, a tenor from Canada um, has, has been basically it's clearly a, a quote unquote flat earther, and has becoming more and more vocal. Um, in regards to his views and been posting Facebook pictures and sort of long from well uh, textual information uh, stating you know and asking the question is it is this earth flat or is it a globe yeah um, and that's getting a lot of traction in mainstream media now oh yeah yeah it, well the story came out yesterday and it's it well because he was canadian it hit all the canadian press first but then billboard magazine picked it up you know that's a, a big american periodical that uh, covers the music industry and what's interesting is is that he doesn't get the attention necessarily he yeah the the flat the flat earth aspect because he is a flat earther they're not condemning him because he's the flat earther what happened was uh, you know there's been some real or not shootings in the united states recently and Mm -hmm. there was um uh, a group called uh black lives matter that was basically you know trying to stop you know anti anti anti-black crime or anti uh, anti anti-black events and he comes out and does a uh, a little statement during a national anthem of a night of a United States baseball game down in San Diego, where he changed the lyrics to the Canadian national anthem and actually put in his own words to the the, the fact that all lives matter, not not just yes. black lives. And it was really interesting because that I mean that drew a whole bunch of attention. Once one he did it on national television. Uh, two, you know, it's kind of an international thing because he's changing a yeah. national anthem. And but so. then they they start trying to tear him down. I don't know who came up with the story first because the Canadian press really didn't jump on it right away. And then all of a sudden says, "Oh yeah, by the way, he's all he not only is he insane, he's also a flat <laughs> earther." And they re and, he, and and the Billboard article really went into into detail about you know all the different things that he did as far yeah. as posting and his girlfriend's still backing him. You know, uh, fairly famous girl, and I can't remember her name. Uh, let's see, 
one second here his girlfriend is named crap oh uh shemaine his ex i'm sorry ex-girlfriend well she's still backing up shemaine mccallif she she's going oh yeah he's the greatest guy ever you know he's he's a vegan and he's super peaceful and he's all about peace and love and, and brotherhood and it's just really really interesting i mean this just came out i've i've been kind of waiting for the third celebrity you know there's an old military saying which is the the first time you see it it's happened since the second time is coincidence and the third time is enemy action and mm. When B.O.B. came out, that was kind of like the second one because Tila Tequila, I'll count her, is kind of like the first one. And so yes. I've been kind of I've been kind of waiting for the third celebrity to come out. And this one, you know, is about as high profile as it gets in in this particular genre. You know, he's a he's a singer, part of a longtime group. He's not a flash in the pan. He's won awards. He's sung with us about everybody in the music industry. And he's come out and 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 yeah, he's 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 focusing on the uh, on the shooting incidents but the the flat earth stuff is really really coming out i i love it i i think it's i think it's great and again it'll it'll do nothing but help the uh the the metrics and the demographics how how do you think we can move forward i mean because we ain't got nothing really concrete to kind of say that i mean it is or it isn't it's so hard well, I mean, because now that i've been watching a lot of your channel as well and a lot of stuff since we've done the last show and they're even saying things like the the people that claim to have been into space haven't actually yeah. been into space it's actually like hollywood productions and like they make these people look like astronauts and they're not really in they're not really on the moon because i'm just thinking yeah. that's the only way we don't know whether it's flat all round. That's the only way to know whether we was actually up there looking down. And most, I mean, let's be honest, ninety nine point nine percent of us are never actually gonna go up there. But watching a lot of the stuff on YouTube, they're saying that, in fact, nobody's been up there. Is this true or false? Nobody. Yeah, as far as I can tell, and and it's kind of gone along with what I what I would do if I was gonna try to, because this was something that I was looking into a year ago which was look if i was going to let's say hide the world or hide the the true nature or the shape of the world how would i do it and the first thing you'd want to do is lock down space you know or lock down the the uh, the, the skies uh, by that i mean militarize it so the last thing you would ever want to do is put astronauts on top of, of rockets which are basically just giant piles of liquid liquid explosives you set that thing on fire and, and fire it off in the sky even if you were going to put it at a shallow trajectory and and then parachute them off into the oceans, it's still way too risky. So no, no, you wouldn't ever ever want to put an astronaut in actually a capsule and send them up. If you're because if you're going to fake part of it, you're going to fake all of it. And by that I mean it's just as easy to send up an empty capsule and then put a capsule with astronauts in it and drop them out of the back of a plane with a you know with a parachute and you'll land them in the water of course they don't land them in the water anymore they land them in uh, a field in the middle of russia nowadays you know because it's easier to control the airspace you don't have to worry about boats and and everybody trying to figure out where these things are going to land because it's it's tougher to, to control the water space 
which is why the uh, the Challenger disaster, the United States Challenger disaster of 1986, where supposedly seven astronauts died. If anyone's old enough to remember that, and now you look up, yes. you know, you could look you could look this up online any day you want. It's called you know, look up Challenger astronauts still alive, where mm -hmm. these guys. You know, they, they somebody figured out, okay, what would they look like, you know, and where let's, you know, with all the database we have access to now and six of sep, six out of seven of them, they actually found they're actually walking around. They're professors. Yes. They're usually they're high profile people. And what was interesting about that was they were they had really distinctive faces. So mm -hmm. these weren't like, you know, really you're looking at their faces and you're going, well, it might be him. It might not be him. You're looking at your faces, going, "Wow!" Some of the the eye characteristics and the lips and the cheeks, they they it looks just like them, and it would make sense because you know if they uh, if the capsule exploded, well, technically they're dead, but you got to do something with them. You're not going to kill them, are you? I mean, you could, I suppose, but why waste you know talent like that? So you keep them around in the program, do other things, put them in a witness relocation program, and. That's it. And who who would know? In 1986, nobody knew it was gonna get to the point where you could find these people out. And you know, here we are, 30 years later, and we did. Definitely. I mean, I, I've um, before I even found uh, or stumbled across the flat Earth uh, information, going back, I don't know, maybe eight plus years. I've seen multiple um, documentaries. Um, in regards to the the moon landings and like for instance did we did we actually did we fly to the moon i think was was one of the documentaries and it goes in and shows you actual footage of of them faking the, the, the that initial so-called moon landing um, yeah. then you look at the photographic evidence um with the lighting etc there's been um so it's in history channels sort of um documentaries to say actually no there is some there is some strange stuff that took place but this is how we can counteract this information because this is this is fully explainable type thing um where in all actuality when you examine the evidence you know uh, they were far behind america was so far behind the, the space race oh yeah all of a sudden them to yeah. land it's just it just does not oh, make yeah. sense and, yeah and then the russians quit i mean there's two aspects to the to the apollo landing which really bugged me and i'm so actually i'm so grateful that the flat earth thing came into my focus because the the moon landing bugged me and it was like an itch i couldn't scratch because uh, from from an american standpoint it was like okay so why do you fake the moon landing? It wasn't a question of if it was faked. It was why. Because, it would, you know, you look at all the photographic stuff. I mean, the shadows intersecting and, the, and the, there's no yes. dust on the lander. And how did exactly. they get the how did they get the moon buggies up there and all this yep. other crap? I mean, it was it was not well thought out in the long term, but it bugged me because going, why would you fake it? Why? Why? It doesn't make any sense. It's like, yeah, fine. You, you put an American flag up there. Rah, rah, go team. But it doesn't. It, it's like it's good, but it's not great. And then when this came out, I go, oh, it makes it, it completely synced up with me at that point because I go, oh, it's not you wanted to, to fake the moon landing. You had to. If you do not fake the moon landing, if the Americans don't do it or the Soviets don't do it, whoever whoever it is, if you don't do it, eventually the private sector is going to get involved. You know, uh, there's some big, big companies over here, big weapons companies, military companies like Lockheed Martin and Boeing and General Dynamics. These are all subcontractors to NASA, and they have the full capability of, of creating some of these rockets that could go up you know, pretty high. 
And you don't want that to happen. So you take it over from a government standpoint. You know, NASA is a military organization. Anyone thinks I'm kidding, you know, look it up. They're part of the, the DOD Department of Defense structure. And you control it. And of course, then there's the the other plot holes which bug me, which was like once the Americans got up there, even though, like you said, you know, the Russians were so far ahead of them, right? The Russians had were, were leaps and bounds ahead of them. And we've got, you know, Werner mm -hmm. von Braun and some of the other guys saying, oh, yeah, it's going to take a while to catch these guys. And then not only did we catch them and pass them, but once we got on the moon, once we landed on the moon, everybody else quit. It's, it's, I, yeah. I've never seen anything like it. It's like a marathon race where every you know, oh, the first guy crossed the finish line. Up, oh, might as well just stop, <laughs> stop running, just pack it up, just shut it all down. It's like, what are you talking about? It, that's that's when the real fun begins, because you think that at that point it's like, okay, then the Russians show up and they put people on, right? And then you go, well, the Americans have three people, the Russians have four, and then you you get this cold war in space, and and the Americans have a base and the Russians have a base, but they figured out early, it's like, nah, we can't fake this anymore. We're we're just gonna we're gonna cut our losses. We're just gonna do this. The Russians are just, and we just won't talk about it. And 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 as every, it's just gotten more and more ridiculous, and the public has been distracted to where even though, because back in the day, remember, it was only the Soviet Union in the United States, and now you've got the European Space Agency, the Jacks yes. of the Japan Agency, Chinese, the Indian, they've all mm -hmm. supposedly got space programs. The Chinese supposedly have a rover up on the moon right now. It's been there since 2013, supposedly. Do, do yes. they, roll, they they roll it into the sea of tranquility? I mean, talk about a perfect, perfect, I mean, iconic shot of a Chinese rover pulling up next to the American flag and accidentally knocking it over. Oh, exactly. there's a brand new <laughs> space race for you. Nobody, it's it's never, ever going to happen. And yet the Americans are still kicking the, can, the Mars can down the road. The Orion program keeps yes. saying... Oh yeah, we're gonna we're we're gonna keep we're gonna go to Mars, you know. And then two years later, they say saying, "Oh yeah, we're still thinking about going to Mars." It's like really, you're not going to Mars. Um, and, and I'm sorry, I'm going off on a rant, but I gotta I gotta make this point, which is they're not going to Mars for a very very simple reason, which is it is too hard to fake. And I wasn't kidding when I said that if if a government agent came to me, let's say I was an agent, and somebody came to me and said, "Oh yeah, Mark, you're in charge of the uh, the fake Mars program. Here's an unlimited budget, and you have access to any Hollywood technology and directors and special effects guys you could ever want. Go do it." I'd say you are high on drugs. There's no way I'm touching this with a ten foot pole. And they say, "Why not?" And I'm going, "Are you kidding?" <laughs> We, how could I fake this? I go, you can't make a two hundred million dollar movie, and not screw up because 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 there's the reason why there's things like moviemistakes.com and moviebloopers.com. The reason why every movie's got bloopers in it is because Hollywood movies are shot out of sequence. Meaning, if you have a whole yes. bunch of things, you're going to be shot in the desert. You shoot them all at the same time to save money, and you it's everything shot out of sequence, and eventually somebody's going to figure that out. And you can't do it. One one wrong move in the wrong in the Mars mission, it's on the internet forever. You're not gonna be able to erase it, and that's it. You're you're done. It it's it would not. So it, it, the, anyone that was thinking about doing the Mars mission would be scared to death, which is why they've delayed it so long. We should have had a Mars mission by by now. Somebody should have done a Mars mission by now. And all they can do is say, oh yeah, we've got a rover up there. Uh, it's still running even though uh, the battery should have died technically seven years ago. It's still running. We're, we're, we're driving around. They're just going to let that thing go. It's like a TV series that will not end. 
Uh, sorry, it just drives me nuts every time I go down. So, haven't, haven't you watched The Martian then? You don't think that's pretty accurate? Oh, don't get me started on that movie. Because I watched that oh. I watched that recently on the plane and I was thinking, I mean, it looks pretty good, but I mean, what do you think? Uh, it's, it was... It was horrible from from a standpoint. Okay, first off, it won awards, which I knew it would, because any space movie is going to win awards now because they want to reinforce space. But it's also uh, with the part that really got me, where I was just throwing stuff at the television screen, was because I watched it at home. I wasn't going to go to the theater for this one. <laughs> yeah. Was that he was saved by a? It was a clever piece of reinforcement. He was saved by the remnants of the actual Mars rover. So the Mars rover, which had been buried apparently years earlier, he dug up and took pieces of that, and that's how he got out of there. And that right there was a great little link because, yeah, it's a science fiction movie, but you're kind of tying it in to current events. It's like, oh, whoa, we've got a Mars rover up there. And see, it was useful, honey. I'm glad we spent our tax dollars on it. <laughs> that was and it, and, you know, they, it was like voted like best comedy in some cases going it was not a comedy movie you guys are stretching it was like it was nominated for best picture I was going that's a bunch of crap uh, it is a remake of, a, of a, a movie you know there was a couple movies that came out about 15 years ago one was uh, Mission to Mars and the other one was yes. called The Red The Red Planet because okay. Hollywood does everything in twos and I believe this one was done off Mission to Mars where um, Don Cheadle the actor Don Cheadle yeah, was, that was an excellent so, movie. Yeah, yeah, where he was, remember, he was stuck on Mars and nobody knew it. He had lived there for like the last year, built a greenhouse, the whole nine yards, yes. and kept the oxygen going. And all they did was they took Don Cheadle's role in that, reprised it, put Matt Damon on there, and basically told the first part of that story that you didn't see back in the original uh, Mission to Mars. And that that was the movie. It wasn't it wasn't even close to an original uh, idea. It was a remake of a, of a movie that was only 10, 15 years earlier. Uh, sorry, that movie drove me nuts. But, the, but I knew what they were doing because once I knew it started getting nominated for awards, that's when I that's when I'm looking at I've gone, oh, okay, I see what you're doing here. You're gonna you're gonna reinforce this thing any chance you can anything that you can get i mean look look at neil degrasse tyson recently he's been in three hollywood movies this year most i've if most in his career um and they're and they're not small movies either here either he did zoolander 2 yeah he was he was literally not only was he in like three big scenes in zoolander he was literally the last frame when the movie ended was was him he did a voiceover in the new ice age movie which just came out and he also played himself in uh, superman versus batman I mean, these are not small little bit part, you know, things. These are big productions. And why is Neil deGrasse Tyson in there? Because they're 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 desperate. They're reinforcing space whenever they can, and they're putting out their poster boy on a regular basis. So what about all right then? So what about Gravity? Oh, the original movie uh, with uh, with Sandra Bullock. <laughs> yeah, Sandra. That was that was. I will say this because I did see that in the theater, and uh, I it I saw it in 3D. It was beautiful. And it was a great reinforcement tool where you could intersplice some of those scenes with real, well, what they're passing off as real NASA footage. I mean, it was that that cleanly done. And if anything, it shows you how how easy it is to fake stuff. People say, oh, no, no, you can't fake NASA footage. And so now we're coming back, people in the flat earth of the thing. And we're saying, really, have you seen Gravity? Because Gravity pretty much showed you what can be done in film right now. It was nearly flawless. It's probably my second favorite uh, 
cinema cinematic uh, attempt at what you could do in space next to, of course, uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey, which was shot in 1968. And it actually looked, the thing about Gravity, it actually looked like somebody had bought the cameras and went into space. Yeah. It never looked yeah. like, it didn't look like, um, like it was, um, what's the word? Um, done by computer. Computer. No, CGI. no. CGI. It was, yeah, CGI, it was, that's it, yeah. It was some of the finest green screen work I've ever seen. Um, as a matter of fact, it's better, in my opinion, it is better than most of the NASA footage that they put out there. That's how good it is. And again, it's it's just a reinforcement tool. Uh, when people, what I've been saying you know, since the beginning, which is why my first clue was called The Empty Theater, which is all these movies, all they do is reinforce the Earth. Um, they're... they're the subtext is it doesn't matter if you buy into the story or not if you buy into the mission to mars or red planet or interstellar or gravity or any of these other movies it doesn't matter if you actually like or don't like the movie all they care about is if you watch it with some interest you're saying i'm watching a movie about space and i'm on a globe that's Mm -hmm. all it is it's it's a constant drumbeat of that and so that when you see a NASA thing, which is part of the reason why they, I think they, they spend so little money on the NASA productions, is that they don't they can get away with it because <laughs> the movies reinforce the movies fill in the gaps. Yes. So. Is uh, NASA, NASA's acronym? Is that I've heard um, the acronym is never a straight answer. Yeah. Is that indeed yeah. correct. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 a good one. My my favorites, even though they're darker, are from the uh, Challenger disaster because th- those came out about thirty years ago, which was uh, need need another seven astronauts, or oh, uh, wow. no, or or not all shuttles arrive, and wow. you know, stuff stuff like that. Oh yeah, there's a bunch of acronyms for NASA. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 uh, and that isn't that that's all ta- that was um, taxpayers' money and that funded NASA. If I'm Oh, yeah, yeah. They gave them... Here's another thing about NASA that really bugs me. I know people say, oh, you flat earthers, you, you go after NASA go so hard. That's I'm just going, that's because all roads lead back to NASA, and that's where the money is. Uh, the mm. United States United States Congress approved them last year. Their, the budget for 2016 is, I think, $18 billion? You know, pushing $20 billion? And it's like, wait a minute, what do you mean $20 billion? You're not... You shut down the space shuttle program years ago. Yeah. Uh, exactly. you're, subcon- you're subcontracting out work to SpaceX and Virgin Galactic. What, what mm-hmm. exactly is the $20 billion doing? Uh, you know, you're, you've got astronauts. Remember Scott Kelly, uh, uh, the, one of the bald twin astronauts? He had spent like a year in space. A lot of people mm-hmm. don't know. After he came down from that year in space, he quit two days later. He just just resigned from NASA. It wasn't that old. Wow. It's like it, you think, you know, when you quit, you're, what, was he going to do a book tour? Nope. Do you see him on the news very much? Nope. No, he was, you know, but he was the guy. I'll, I'll give you another one because I, people will say, uh, you know, you, you also harp on the pictures too much. You know, like the um, uh, from 1972 up until summer of last year, there was only literally one picture of the Earth from space that was ever released. That was the Apollo 17 one. And then in 2015, they released this second blue marble shot. And do you know who wrote the press briefing? You know, because the White House tweeted it and NASA tweeted it, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Do you know who wrote the, the press release for that? Scott Kelly. Mm-hmm. Of all things. It's like, why is why is Scott Kelly writing the White House press briefing for the mm-hmm. new Marvel shot? 
It's like, why, why, why is that happening? Because he's an astronaut. That's why. Because he, he supposedly wrote it from the space station. Really? Because that's all he's got. He's, he he does White House press briefings now. For, that's that's. Uh, sorry, NASA just drives me insane. Uh, the stuff and every. It used to be when we first started this thing last year. Uh, it used to be that they run reinforcement stories mm, every t- three weeks roughly and then it became every two weeks and every week and now it's pretty much every day you cannot go on at least an american website american news site like cnn and fox and nbc and uh even russia today if you want and there is always a space story in there now every single day and some of them are way bigger than others uh you know like it's like oh yeah you can buy buy land on mars or or oh look we've got a probe that's <laughs> coming close to jupiter or oh look pluto is now a thing again and the you know we found black holes and and gravitational waves and they just keep going and going and going mm-hmm. and and uh it's it kind of helps us in a way because you know they they think that they're they're helping reinforce the globe anymore and i say look all you're doing is is shooting wooden arrows into the flat earth bonfire and just making it big because people will look this stuff up it's it's uh you know youtube and all the other websites that are out there they're they're not shy about for whatever reason they're not curbing it so it's just helping us uh, we've um have you looked at the or have you seen the um tim peak foolishness that's taking place oh yeah yeah is he still up there technically no i think he's no i think he's down now i'm sure he's been down for maybe about a week possibly but um did you manage to catch any of the like the 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 first live (laughs) so so called live conference that he did um back to leicester i believe it was leicester or cambridge one of the observatories and and he had his family there and it was it was on mobile phones strangely enough yeah, yeah, I've seen. <laughs> I saw enough about him. The, the the part that really bugged me about Tim Peake's thing was the very beginning, which was when he got there. You know, because we're we're big on docking stations. You know, because you have to get up there and you have to dock with the station, mm-hmm. right? It didn't even show the docking sequence. It was like, oh yeah, the ship's coming in, and they're like, I don't know, five ten minutes out, and then all of a sudden, well, he's docked, and it's like, yeah. well, well, you're not going to show the docking sequence, and then he goes from the dot his his you know they opened up the hatches and whatever and he goes literally from his docking thing his module to the space station and as soon as he comes in he's in khakis and socks and a polo shirt i'm going what about the air pressurization what about this aren't you you taking precautions what about a space suit is there going to be any conflict you don't know all of a sudden he's yeah he's dressed like everybody else and he and it's like really you're you're just gonna the part I'm sorry. The the part that um, that I'm never going to let these guys down on is like, look, why aren't it? Why isn't anybody up there at least wearing shoes? Everybody's in freaking socks. It's it's like it's it's a slippery surface. You're not going to grip. You know, you're not going to grip anything with socks. It's like I understand you want to be comfortable, but at the very least, he's going to come in at least make an appearance. Come in in a spacesuit. Take off the spacesuit. Take off your helmet. You know, make a show out of it. No, no, he comes in in khakis and socks and a polo shirt like everybody else, and yeah. you know, starts doing the experiments. And then he got caught on the um, on that blue screen thing recently, yes. which is interesting. Uh, you yes, know, and, and that, that was. Uh, when I when I saw that with the George Bush thing, when he was when George Bush was being pushed in a wheelchair in front of that screen, I knew exactly what had happened. I was like, George Bush's people were photographing everything, 
and they had they, their authority superseded the NASA authority, and nobody freaking edited that that clip. They didn't. They missed it. It's like, oh, okay, you know, does George Bush look okay? You know, because are just focused on the ex president. Nobody was looking at that screen behind him and saying mm. what was on it. And there it was. You know, him playing with that stupid green ball that was twirling around yeah. his finger. Nobody's <laughs> nobody's figuring out why. It's like, wait, why is that there? Why is there a, a green screen ball in front of a blue screen grid? And I had people coming back saying, no, they don't use blue screen anymore. And I did do research on that. And actually, they do use blue screen nowadays still. Uh, it's usually for night stuff. If you want really, really bright things, or you're doing a lot of daylight CGI, you use green screen. But if you're doing something really dark, uh, you lose. You use blue screen. Blue screen is apparently used all the time. So when they say that you know NASA doesn't use blue screen, it's that's a bunch of crap. Of course they are. And the um, the last thing on that, um, from what I can remember as well, is the the, the blatant use of the wires. Oh, yeah, the harnesses. Uh, Honestly, I'm I'm really surprised that they do the harnesses. To be honest, I you think if they were going to do, I mean, I know they have to because that's what Hollywood uses, but it's it's tough to do because you, especially if you're using polo shirts and you're you're trying yeah. to do it on a budget, and it shows up every once in a while. Um, the, the the harnesses for me were good. The other one that was good was the uh, the guy that went back. It was like going out of frame in the back of the ship and he was starting to dissolve. I think David Weiss or one of his friends uh, was the first one to pick it up. So he's turning the corner and it's cheat. It's something they use in Hollywood every once in a while. That is to simulate motion or simulate speed. You want to, you want to blur them out of the picture. You know, you want to start making them transparent, but they did it too early. And he was, he was tra- oh. he was going transparent when he was still halfway out the, out the door. As like, wow. why, why, why would you do that? Why would you let that happen? You know, not to mention all the other. I mean, I'm sorry. The ISS is just a mess. I mean, you know, I did a, a testimonial with a guy, um, an industrial engineer, who still is going to remain anonymous. But he is. He he was the first guy to tell me. He's going. Look, there's no way they can do what they what they say they're doing up there, because from an engineering standpoint, there's um there's too many seals and valves and things that are happening up there which have to be maintained, and they're not maintaining them. Uh, you know, not not to mention the heating and cooling system, the air filtration system, the scrubbers. Mm-hmm. That that shouldn't be possible. Uh, there's so many little things about the ISS technically that that just can't that can't happen. But all the you throw in the people stuff that's happening, that's ridiculous. Uh, the the motion, the motion stuff that's happening. You know, like again, the the, the women's permed hair is still my <laughs> my all times favorite because because it just. I'm sorry. It's a rookie mistake. Which is, it look, is. if you if you want to if you want the women, you don't want to show any gravity shifting, and you and the women's hair is gonna is gonna show that really easy because women's hair floats like anything. It's like mm-hmm. in a swimming pool. I go, you, there's three things you can do. One, you can pull the hair back, put it in a little thing behind them. Two, put a hat on them. You know, yes. why aren't these people wearing NASA hats all the time? It's free advertising for God's sakes. Or three. Uh, I don't know. Cut your hair really, really short. It's like nobody should have hair at all up there because it's a zero G environment. Hair is going to get in the scrubbers. Hair is going to get in people's mouths. Hair is going to collect everywhere. You should never. I mean, you should never have any hair. You should be wearing like a skull cap. And instead, no. <laughs> their idea is let's take hairspray and put their hair straight up. Yeah. And that's that's what you know. And and and. 
it's not going to move at all. It's going to bounce. <laughs> like, run into things. Let's just bounce the hair around. Oh, just it just drove me. And first, I mean, that was that was the that's all I needed to see. Not to mention the other little things like them simulating. Was it? I think it was this year. It's like, oh, how, how we take showers, right? They don't take showers. They take like these sponge baths, and there's water flying everywhere. And there's YouTube guys going, wait a minute, there's an electrical panel like six inches from this guy. Why in the world is he is he like spreading water around next to all these electronics? Uh, and the place is going to get super grungy, and yet nobody cleans yes. anything. Nobody maintains anything they should be they apparently have tons and tons of free time on their hands you know that and 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 people have also made comments about um uh for example like all the stuff they ship up there like the guitar right the guitar like you know how it supposedly costs like ten thousand dollars an ounce to send anything up there and yet they're going to send a full-blown guitar that they're not even going to put together or and then another guy you know there was another thing where they actually somebody was dressed in a gorilla suit i don't know it was for halloween it's like how much is the what? cost i don't oh, look it up they actually did a skit like a benny hill skit where a guy gets in a gorilla suit and he's chasing people around the space station it's quite, <laughs> How is this possible? How is nobody, what, Congress isn't going to ask? That gorilla suit just to ship that thing up there would have cost, I don't know, half a million dollars to send? The suit itself was only worth a hundred bucks. Uh, it's just, and, and yet the American people, I mean, most people just believe what, I'm uh, sorry, this, this is kind of a long rant, but the American people believe all this stuff because NASA has been painted as this benign, Star Trek utopia organization. They wear white uniforms. They don't carry guns. They smile for the camera. They're the only military organization, apparently, that doesn't actually, they're not hostile. So that's, that's, everyone says, oh, well, they're the good guys. Obviously, they're like Star Trek. You know, they're, they're, they'd never hurt anybody. They'd never lie to us. And, and that's why it's been bought, you know, for so many years, because it's the one organization that's nobody's ever even raised an eyebrow against, because well, why, why would you? It's, you know, the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, yeah, oh, they do bad things all the time. They've got covert operations and, and black, you know, black hat type stuff. But NASA, no, they've got nothing to hide. They set rockets up and they take pictures and they come back down. Nobody questions it until well until recently and now you know that's why we're you know i'm coming after them as, as hard as i can and, and it seems to be working i mean at, at the very least we've created some massive reasonable doubt in the the not just the united states program but all the others and, and other people have said well you know doesn't the european agency and jackson all those aren't they separate from nasa i was going no 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 nasa blueprinted all these guys it you know they were the they whoever was in these countries they came to nasa and they said how do we do a space program and then you know either nasa has to kind of confess to the higher ups or they don't they say okay here's the deal all you know power perceived is power achieved all you have to do is make it look somewhat realistic and people are gonna buy it and so there you have it i mean china and a rover you know 2013 sorry anyway so as as oh, no yeah. as no um government officials come to visit you yet or have anyone been in contact like as far as no, anyone from NASA or no, any? not not yet. Uh, and again, I people say you know there's two ways you could look at that, and people some some people say, well, you've got to be one of them if if nobody's come to you yet. I go, yeah, I suppose you could look at it that way. Except I haven't recanted my statement. In fact, not only have I not recanted, but nobody 
in the flat earth movement has officially recanted anything meaning you know anyone that's gone on the flat earth thing and said you know publicly or even privately said look i'm flat earth nobody has turned around and says you know what no i'm not buying it and statistically that's amazing because even you know your major religions you're going to like say you're into scientology i think like 10% or 15% of scientology you know they drop out and say well i'm not really into that anymore one guy and he happens to be from england um uh, there was a YouTube guy named Tiger Dan. I don't know what his real name is. Uh, Tiger Dan 925, 325. Tiger Dan. Anyway, you can't miss it if you're on YouTube. He was in Flat Earth for a while. And we think at some point somebody got to him because he was about 30 videos in. He was trying to build out. He was trying to reinvent the map of the, uh, the Flat Earth. And something happened. And he flipped. And he just went completely against the flat Earth thing. But he, he said, "Okay, I'm going to do a ten-part series against flat Earth." He only made it to five, and then we never heard from him again. He never made another video, and we don't know what happened to him. But he's the only guy that he even attempted to uh, turn against flat Earth once so he got into it. We haven't heard from this guy since then. No, no. I mean, his YouTube channel is still up, but he has not made a video. He has not uh, done an audio. He is, and he wasn't shy about being on camera. You know, he put himself on camera, even though he never used his real name. And the guy, Mark, is it the guy with? Um, and he used to have like a green background. Green background. I don't know if he wear a hat. Yeah, he'd, he'd wear a baseball hat. Yeah. You can't miss okay. him. I mean, literally, all you do is, you, if you're on YouTube, type in the word Tiger Dan, no spaces, and you'll see it. His channel's still up there. And, and every once in a while, you'll see him make comments on other people's videos, but we don't know if it's him. And he keeps saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to make more videos. And it's like, dude, that was like four months ago. And you, he was making videos every week. And then he just completely shut down. And, and he was a big he was a big Christian as well. And you would have thought, that's how he started out with like Book of Revelations. That before he was Flat Earth, he was really into that. So you would have thought that even if, Yeah, even if he had bailed on Flat Earth, even if he had renounced it, you would have thought he would have at least gone back to his, his standby, which is, I, I'll, I'll just go back into Christianity and Revelations. And he didn't. And it's really, really odd. In fact, the last person to talk to him was uh, Patricia Steer on on her show, Flat Earth and Other Hot Potatoes. She interviewed him. It was the only time I think he had been interviewed officially. And in fact, he, I tried to get him on my show at one point. And he said something really weird in that interview where he said, when I turn against, not if, when I turn against Flat Earth, now it could have, could have been a slip of the tongue, but he said, when I turn against Flat Earth, uh, then it's probably because I was tortured. It's like, wow, that's really amazing you can say that. And then two weeks later, or whatever it was, he uh, he turned against Flatter. So do you, do you ever put your image out there, or do you just keep it to audio? No, no, no. I've, I've got... Now, Patricia forced me to at some point. Because Patricia Steer, oh, yes. She, yes. She, would, she always liked video shows. And I said, man, you do not want to put me on camera. But I said, that's fine. I mean, it wasn't that I wanted to be anonymous. I mean, I put my name, my address, and my phone number. It's just that I didn't think I actually looked that great on camera. So <laughs> when, so no, I was, I'm out there quite a bit. I'm, I'm uh, you know, I, I had to put pictures out, you know, some still shots for the press stuff. And I think I've done, I don't know, 83, 84 interviews yeah. so far. But I did 20 flat, something flat, shows. Go ahead. Flat Earth Hot Potatoes, is it? Yeah, Flat Earth and Other Hot Potatoes with, uh, with yeah, Patricia Steer. I did, I think, 20-something shows with her, and they were all video. And they were crazy all... cats. Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she 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 was great. I really enjoyed uh, doing the shows with yeah. her. But she's doing her her own thing now, and uh, uh, you know, everyone's everyone's still going strong. I think I found that Tiger Dan. Yeah, uh, Tiger Dan nine two five. That's it. That's him. Okay. He was and a guy. Just... He was a guy that got into flat Earth. I think late last year. And he was a strong Christian. He was kind of like a Rob Skiba, um, uh, you know, because a lot of Christian, a lot of Christians have really latched onto this. I mean, every major religion has latched onto this in some fashion or another. But he started making a whole bunch of videos, and they were really good. I mean, he he, I don't know if he's got thirty thousand followers, but he he's making some good videos. And and one of them was seventy five Bible verses that prove the flat Earth. And he, you know, he went through the 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 seventy five real strong verses in the King James Bible, and really developed some good stuff. And so people, when he turned against it, people were going, "Okay, smart guy, how are you going to renounce the seventy five verses that you already did?" And he goes, "Oh, that'll be my next project, right?" Never did it. That's that we know why he he stopped it when at five. It's because he he said, "Well, when I get to seven, I'll do the Bible verses. I'll go against the Bible verses, and people are going, yeah, good luck. And that's when he ran into a brick wall because <clears throat> Christianity has really had a field day with this because they say, look, you know, now that they're now that they're they're taking a deep, hard look into uh, chapter and verse, they're saying, look, it it really does talk more about it being flat than it being a, a ball. Mm-hmm. So. He's calling out, um, well, sorry, he's rebuking um, Rob Skiba now. He's second to last video. Yeah. I'm just on the um, yeah. channel yeah. now. He, and that was weird, too, because I was talking to Rob. Because when I was trying to figure out what what, what uh, Tiger Dan was doing, I, I called up Rob and I said, look, I go, what's, um, uh, I go, have you gotten a hold of me? He goes, we, I, he goes, what do you mean? He goes, he's supposed to be doing a project with me soon. You know, it was supposed to be this Christian collaboration. And I go, well, you're not going to have any collaboration now because he's actually made out a video against you for no apparent reason. And, and that's very anti-Christian anyway. Why, you know, yeah. that's Christian on Christian crime. Why would you do that? You're going against the straightest arrow in the flat earth movement, which is Rob Skiba. Yeah. You know, the guy doesn't even swear on the air ever. No. And he's a nice guy. <laughs> he's a really nice guy, and and yet you're gonna you're gonna call him out and saying all flat earthers are horrible, but Rob Skiba's the worst. It's like what? <laughs> Why no, would you? He's a, re- he's a real. For me, I, I listen. To, I used to listen to his what is he, re- re- uh, revolutionary broadcast. He used to do on Blog Talk, and he was uh, he was a very um, energetic, open, yeah. research heavy person. I mean, I, I, for someone to attack him and to say he's the worst, I mean, far yeah. from it. He's someone trying to seek the truth. Yeah, and in fact, he was the guy. I'll take credit for this one. He was. I converted him. He was the because he, he he was listening to me on another show, Canary Cry Radio. Yes, and then he calls me up and he goes, he goes, he goes. I'm not buying it. I want you on the show. I go fine. Bring me on the show. So I go on the show, and and by the time we were done, he you could see, you could see his mind was just reeling. He had no <laughs> idea. He's going, oh man, you know, because when people hear this, some people get kind of disoriented, and then he starts digging into it, and what I think what a month or two later. He starts, you know, he starts releasing his own videos, and and uh-huh. he caught a lot of flack for it. But it he's, is, he's, yeah. he's still. In fact, at one point, he had shut down the whole thing. He had shut down his website, and because he had caught, 
you know crap from his friends because there's you know the people are you know as you know people are really harsh about this because the first reaction is always well you're crazy if you're into flat earth and then you know but he had so much support which was great he got just this just an incredible amount of emails uh with love and saying don't quit man you're 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 a positive force here and now he's back with a vengeance and you know making a whole bunch of videos now he's intersplicing other things but uh i, I love the work rob does so definitely um, Mark, Mark, just on, like, um, sorry no on, i just sorry, wanted to um i just wanted to uh, ask mark something because i know mark currently you're in america so just for our listeners i just want to know there's a lot going on in the states right now. We're in we're in the UK, and um, just to come after flat Earth just for a minute, mm-hmm. what is going on over there with this whole shooting of the um the, this Black Lives Matter situation? Because we've had a lot of um, marches here now, and from where you're in the states now, and you can see what's going on firsthand. So, what is exactly yeah. going on? Just for the listeners, as a, an American citizen, from what. From what I can tell, it seems to be kind of a repeat of what they tried to do with Ferguson, Missouri. Uh, that was that was last year, I think, where they seem to be. If you believe in the powers that be, and I, I do, they're trying to create some sort of dissension in the ranks uh, by by create by sort of stirring up with with mob mentality, um, kind of like a, a like a like a racial conflict. I won't say a race war. But that's where it seems to be going. So recently, there were supposedly uh, a couple people that were shot by um, law enforcement. I think one at a traffic stop, or maybe both at a traffic stop, and and people in the car were allowed to film it with their camera, you know, with their phones, and they were allowed to release it on YouTube. And then there were people protesting the killing of these guys, and then supposedly um, a black shooter came out and and during one of these protests in Dallas and started shooting up the place and you know and, and supposedly supposedly killed five officers I did a rant on this on my show uh, supposedly killed five officers and injured a whole bunch more even though he was a sniper in an elevated position but they went down the street and then he was shot a couple times but he didn't die from that they they killed him with a robot that was hooked up with explosives uh, and then you tie that with the, uh, the the gay nightclub shooting, which was statistically impossible. Where the guy, you know, where again another they try to t- tie that to a, to an Islamic thing. So it's kind of like what I what I call it is a kind of like a fear drumbeat uh, or a disorientation drumbeat, where you're trying to give the population less than sure footing to stand on. You know, it's like, okay, what's safe? What isn't safe? Who can we trust? You know, is this person suspicious? And they keep doing this more and more frequently here in the United States, but it doesn't seem to be having the effect that they want. I don't know why. Maybe it's because the United States is so desensitized to violence. Uh, you would have thought that you know, 50 people dying in a nightclub and another 50 being wounded would would have created more of a furor thing. And yeah, the I call them I call them regional operations or operations that are they're not necessarily multinational because you guys didn't probably hear about a lot of them. I mean, you probably caught some bits and pieces, but they seem to be meant for us. 
So, like, when the, um, the the gay nightclub shooting happened, I thought that was really interesting because it happened a week before Gay Pride Week. You know, if it happened any later or earlier, it wouldn't have had the same effect. So they seem to be mixing, you know, they, they keep... If you believe in, like, Hollywood and how producers keep convoluting plot lines, that's what it sounds like. Whoever's writing these plot lines, I believe that all of it is staged. Absolutely, 100%. Uh, I don't believe... I, I've, I've, it's so hard for me to even find a real shooting nowadays. You know, whether it be Sandy Hook or Boston bombing or, or any of those other fun things. This... Everything that's been happening over the last few months really, really feels even like a desperation. Uh, like they're trying, like, if you want to start a race war in this country or create some sort of setting for martial law, I mean, yeah, it's like they're, they're, like they're trying to throw gasoline on a barbecue and hoping the coals will light, but it's just not happening. And that's, that's really what we're running into now. Just a lot of fake events, really small. They're not in the news that long, you know, super high profile for like two or three days. And then they go away and then another one comes in and then they go away. The, um, the mm. Dallas shooting, it just, it just didn't make any damn sense. Uh, you know, if, if you're going to, sorry, if you're going to go after police, police officers, you, you know, where, where, what's the, there's, there's a lot Let's put it this way. The night it happened, the the news couldn't even get the story straight. At one point, there were like three shooters supposedly yes. kill, killing the police from elevated positions. And then they yes. had a video showing a, a shooter sh- you know, shooting up a cop, even though it is totally illegal to show uh, somebody dying on camera. You're not supposed to show it if somebody, you know, dies on camera. And supposedly this guy's on, like on the street shooting these guys. Shooting. And yeah. And, uh, it was just it was ridiculous so that's basically what's been happening a lot of what i consider to be really overt staged events that are designed to keep people in fear and try to create more of a uh, you know give the government more of a chance to do something if the population went down that road i mean yeah if if if, if what they wanted was to be more people to get really angry and go out and start shooting people uh, it's just not working nobody's doing it so it's it's these are moves that I, I think are are just desperate moves on their part to try to re, re, you know uh, regain more control over the population. It's just not happening. I would agree with pretty much everything you've said there, and um, that was that was pretty much my analogy as well. Um, just to give a little bit more detail, uh, do you think any of these um, uh, African Americans have actually been killed, or do you actually think that? that element of the of the killings of these males um is an actual sort of i don't uh, i don't trust i don't trust it if that's what you're asking i don't think they were killed no because if they were killed the last thing you're gonna do just from the the civil action from the lawsuit side of it you're not gonna let the girlfriend film it and then release be allowed that that phone is never gonna leave that car Ever. You are searching that thing, you are grabbing those phones, and, and you are taking everything you can out of there because there's a civil lawsuit that's just waiting to happen. Um, mm. No different than... How should I put this? After Sandy Hook, I really couldn't trust almost any shooting after that unless if it was over a certain number of people. I mean, yeah, every once in a while you're going to get one person shot, two people shot, you know, somewhere. But once the the Sandy Hook thing, if people don't remember what that was, you know, where there was supposed to be a school shooting uh, over here in the United States where where 20-something kids got killed. 
uh, you know, by a, a lone gunman, even though the uh, the archives, the Internet archives show the school was shut down three years earlier. Uh, but that's not the part that bugged me. The part bugged me because, you know, I'm an American. I, you know, I, I know a lot about guns. And I, plus, I'm a survivalist, so I really know a lot about guns. Was that it had a perfect kill ratio, meaning yeah. it had never happened in a in a shooting ever, ever, ever in any shooting anywhere, which is a perfect kill ratio. And you're probably wondering what the heck's that? Meaning there were no wounded. Mm. Everybody that got hit with a bullet died. Yeah. Meaning it supposedly squeezed off a couple hundred rounds in that building, right? And everybody. It, it, even though it, 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 so if you got shot in your finger, you died. You got shot in your toe, you died. Nobody went to the hospital because they didn't want any children to go to the hospital because they know children are, you know, most children are horrible actors. And so they figured, okay, what we're going to do? We're just going to mark them off all as dead. That way, you know, even though it's never happened in the history of shootings ever, you know, your bullets are going through walls, drywall, ricocheting off of things. Somebody's going to get a piece of something in their shoulder, right? Somebody's going to get wounded there were no wounded in the sandy hook shooting it's it's impossible it cannot happen statistically impossible no different than the the gay nightclub shooting the cops says that when the cops did the uh, the total number of shots fired it was something like i think only a, like less than 210 rounds right 210 10 10 shots fired and yet in those 210 shots you killed 50 people and wounded another 50 something Right, and you were also shooting back at police, right? It's, it's oh god, it just so... doesn't sound right, does it? It just okay. sounds weird. No, no, okay. it's there's too many. No, they the numbers are always the the toughest thing to get straight, and I don't know how they fall apart so quickly. And which is also, you know, the they also were trying to tie him to Islam and trying to tie him to this and that. The FBI was like, oh no, we don't have any proof of this. And the CIA is going, no, we don't have any proof of this, and so the story just went away. Uh, it's that, and you know, you want you want to sync the whole thing. Um, uh, look at the uh, the the video that David Weiss did di uh, under uh, his channel is called Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole D I R T H, where he's showing you know a couple guys being carried out of the nightclub, and then when they get off camera, they yes. just put them down. He gets shot in the leg. And they they're like, oh, we off camera? Okay, they put them yeah. down. And they walk away. And it's like what? Yes, what? <laughs> and starts hopping around and laughing. The the guy yeah. in the uniform. <laughs> that's as bad. That's as almost as bad as the uh, Robbie Parker video from from Sandy Hook. Where look up Robbie Parker if you get a chance. Where if people say all oh, that ballistic thing, that's not true. Okay, fine. You don't believe in the ballistics? Fine. Look at Robbie Parker. Supposedly the father of a six year old girl that got shot. Right? They're interviewing him that next night, and CNN is running the footage live. And he's laughing and smiling yes. with his friends. And they're going, oh, yeah, you got to go over the podium now. And he goes over the podium. And it's like, oh, I'm so sad. He's like getting into character right in front yeah. of you. But you jackass. Seriously? you all, He almost botched the whole thing himself. The only thing he didn't do was like, you know, say something on camera that he shouldn't have. He's like, he just didn't realize. So what? I'm live? I'm live? He didn't know. <laughs> You're supposed to be a sad, you're supposed to be a sad parent. Your six year old just got shot up, and she died. Okay. Well, I watched I watched a lot of those Sandy Hook videos. They were saying that it was a conspiracy and things like that. I watched so much videos around that. Like um, they called them crisis actors, and they had yes. um, they were just saying the whole thing was and it's and it's weird really because it happened and it's like you said it was a big deal at the time and you just don't really hear nothing about it again. It's kind of like it went wrong for them, if you see what I yeah. mean. Um, yeah. It 
it was the it was an operation that was low budget and it was regional and it was the, the, the there was a lot of people in on it and it's not hard because if you're doing it for money you tell all people the same thing it's like look anybody screws this up nobody gets paid Right? And so nobody says anything about anything to anybody. And, you know, they sign on disclosure agreements and they also go in and say, well, look, if you do this, if anyone you know decides to go to the media, who are you going to go to? That story is never going to get broadcast. So anyway, uh, to let me, let me backtrack just a minute, though. And by the way, the, the, one of the reasons why it's so fun to do the uh, the flat earth thing in, in regards to this is it reopens everything else, which is once people learn about the whole, you know, if, if, the, if they've lied about the world, then everything else is back on the table. Every conspiracy you've ever heard of is back in play, and you could because because it opens your mind to everything else. It's like, it's like why what if if you would lie about the whole world, then what wouldn't you lie about? You're gonna lie about everything, and so the, that point you have to reanalyze everything you have ever ever had doubts about. You know, you could I mean going all the way back to you know I've done a whole bunch of rants on my channel recently. Um, about JFK and Pearl Harbor and every war that's been fought in the United States since the beginning, uh, you know, pharmaceuticals, it, people lie. And I, I, and I grew up really, really naive. You know, I didn't believe, I mean, I was talk about your innocent kid. I didn't believe people lied. I, at least people in authority literally until I was in college, didn't think that people would lie. It's like, what? No, mm -hmm. they're, they're my, they're my parents. They're my politicians. Exactly. They're my, yeah. why, why would they lie to me? And then I saw, um, JFK, you know, by Oliver Stone in the theater in the early 90s. And then I realized it's like, oh man, now I get it. People people in power will lie to protect their own interests. It's all about all about protecting your own. And uh, that's that's what we're talking about here. I mean, Sandy Hook, yeah, there's there's inter other interests, whether it's going out against gun rights or going against uh, you know, uh, the, the lone gunman and you know profiling people or law enforcement procedures uh, to you know if you're going to try to wipe out Islam, you know there's all sorts of clever ways to do that, and they've been doing a heck of a job recently. I mean, the United States—I don't know what's like over there, but the United States is severely biased now against everything Islamic because we've been just, just been pounded into our heads since you know 9/11. You know, it's Islamic automatically bad. You know, okay, fine. You have some Islam Islamic friends, yeah, fine. That's but you know, it's 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 uh, it's it, it's a little dicey. So you think Trump will become the president? You think Trump will become the president, or what do you think? That's a tough one because for me, there's still time left on the clock, and by that I mean I have never seen an election, and I know outside of the United States, people don't care as much, but I have never seen an election where people don't care not don't care really don't I, it's it's so polarized meaning the choices that we have over here now uh, nobody wants either of them to be honest i mean yeah people will talk about it. it's like well you know it'll be trump it'll be clinton it's like look look at what we've got you've got a choice between an ex-president's jilted wife or a reality television star those are our choices for for presidency i mean donald trump is a caricature i'm sorry he's a parody of what he used to be yeah donald trump in the late 80s early 90s that's the donald trump you'd want right we're not talking about that guy anymore we're talking about a, a guy that people make fun of hillary clinton uh, i'm sorry since when do president's wives 
get a shot at it's because you know, his, his, his her husband ran for two terms and she you know she was an official under Obama but nobody wants either of them so what I'm still betting on I'm betting on the the third pick which is something if, if it was me you'd want something to happen because most people don't know that the United States president has the power to suspend elections exactly. in times of crisis so you you suspend the elections and then people ever pick okay so you think okay fine between trump and clinton who do you want well you don't want either of them you got to pick one right yeah it's different though if you bring a third person in it's like okay you've got between trump and clinton and obama and he's like what are you talking about obama can't run again it's like no he doesn't have to because if he suspends elections those two aren't even in the picture anymore it's just him and people say well you know if i had to pick between the three of them you know a lot of people would say you know i may actually pick obama again and mm-hmm. so that's where I, if it was me, that's what I would do. I just, it's hard for me to believe, even though I'm a flat earther, it's hard for me to believe that we're going to come down to that, to the end, and it's, we're going to either have a choice between, and I'm not picking my, making fun of women, I love women, but a, a, for the first female president or a reality television star. It's, it's, it's just staggering to me that those are going to be the choices. But if you, if, if it gets. Choice. If it's suspended, uh, it just doesn't make any sense. There's so many better people that you could throw out there, and so now we're now now it's a formality. People are you know they're already talking about who's gonna who's gonna be the running mates and who's who's gonna be this and that. And and, Mark, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the 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 UK politics, but we've we've just been uh, crowned uh, not the right title, obviously, but we've been uh, we've got a new prime minister now. Yeah, I saw that. I saw, you didn't I saw, vote her in. You didn't vote her in. No, no, she just she won it by default. By default? You mean no, this nobody is else system. ran? But there was no. They basically put her up. I mean, this this dovetails perfectly onto what we were just talking about in regards to the the U.S. politics politics sort of um, plane and the the the, the three headed monster that you've just elaborated on. Yeah. We've now had. We're in a position where we we haven't even even we didn't even have a choice. We've now been thrusted in. Okay, well, who's the next person who we actually want? Well, okay, well, we can see the dynamic over in America. We've we've had a, a black president for two terms. We've now got, uh, as you say, an ex reality star who's good with business, but you know, is a bit of a joke, and uh, he's been pro, pro, promoted as a as a racist, as a, as an Islamic phobe, and then we've got a woman. Hmm. Should we actually go forth and bring, uh, as you say, the first woman president to go along with the second female prime minister after Margaret Thatcher? Maybe so. If not, we will propagate this race war and then, as you say, suspend the election to then grant that power to Mr. Obama. Sure. Sure. I mean, that that's that's how I would play it if, if I was going to write it at this point. It just seems too... Remember, you got to dumb it down for the lowest common denominator. And the average person is so polarized. It's like, you know, even if you're Republican, it's like, yeah, Donald Trump. Yeah, it's like because you're Republican, you want him, right? But most Republicans that I know, they're saying, "Eh, I suppose. But, But they absolutely, they'll say, but I hate Hillary. You know, and the Democrats say, yeah, but I hate Trump. But yeah, that's... Obama, if he wanted to do it, you if you want to make a move like that, you'd make the 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 opposition so 
leave such a bad taste in your mouth that they wouldn't feel bad about the, the elections be sus- being suspended. Where the average person be going, well, could be worse. Could have been Trump. You know, and that's what people will that's what people will say quietly. Because if they were two really, really good candidates, and I don't know who they would be, but let's say they're two really, really good candidates, then if Obama suspended the election, people would look at that and go, well, it's not fair because we, you know, we we didn't really like his administration, and these two people are really, really good. So the fact that these two people are really, really bad and controversial, it, it's perfect. It's it's. But again, until it happens, it hasn't happened, and I've seen plans fall through before. So I'm kind I'm kind of rooting actually for the suspension suspension of elections at this point. <laughs> Either way, it's going to be an interesting dynamic uh, for the whole of whole of America. As you say, there's there's three options. They'll 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 create a, a situation where it's a uh, well, you know, we've got a martial law type scenario going on. It's not going to be safe out there. We'll we'll sort of suspend the elections. Um, so, you know, we've, we've got the natural person already, chief in command, Mr. Obama, we'll keep him in place. Alternatively, we'll go for a very sort of harsh, hardline um, Trump president who's going to do a lot of a lot of damage to the, the uh, to America. Or on the flip side, we'll have the first female president. So that's something for the for the for the record books. But then we'll have a, a dictatorship communist regime <laughs> where you yeah. don't say anything you you say anything out of place and you you wind up missing and nothing yeah. is going to be said it will be communist china um part two here here's a little wrinkle for you too you want to believe in in uh you know i scratch your back you scratch mine and that was people forget you know the obama birth certificate issue remember that oh, obama yes. wasn't actually born here right people Very. forget who the the lead guy was that that really really was pushing this thing forward trump. you know that was saying and that was trump it was donald trump he was the one that was saying his birth certificate is not real and then all of a sudden donald trump backs off wouldn't that have been interesting if somebody went to him and said look all right here's the deal you drop this and we'll give you the chance the chance but you got to win legitimately to become president We'll get you to the primaries. We'll get you to the finals, but you you have to win it on your own. And uh, I think he would have taken it. You know, where where he's like, yeah, sure, why not? I've been doing anything else recently except for my reality shows. So wouldn't <laughs> that be interesting? Wow. And of course, at the at the same time, the the person that discovered the record, you know, the the person from the examiner's office or whatever office that was, the of records in Hawaii, uh, her plane goes down in the water, but it doesn't yes. sink. And everybody else survives on that plane, but she drowns. <laughs> so. Thanks for taking the time to tune into CFR Network. If you enjoyed the content, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. And if you ain't already, most definitely share. If you'd like to go that step further and to support the broadcast, go over to sbmentality.com and go get yourself some merch. And also go check out my sponsor over at Instagram, Supreme of the UK. Thank you for your continued support.